Once again, folks, live in Greenwood. Bonjour, shalom, and what's up? And welcome back to How You Living, episode 41. That's right, folks. 41, we got it right this time. It's uh, 41, 41st on the 21st. Oh, yeah. Here. It's almost Turkey Day. It is almost Turkey Day. And, uh, yeah, we'll be celebrating the... Uh, arrival of pilgrims to America, yay! And smallpox blankets. Woo! Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it is a uh, it is a time to be safe on the travels because it is like one of the most travel for holidays. It is, and so. also Wednesdays before Thanksgiving is one of the most drinkingest days out of the whole year. Wow. Okay. Uh, I know people they gotta lose. You know what? I feel like some people do that so they can have an excuse not to see family. And they, uh, because they arrive to their like hometowns and stuff, the places they haven't been for a while, and then they, uh, they don't, um, you know, they don't see those people for a while, so they get all drunk the night before Thanksgiving mm-hmm. with people they haven't seen for a while. So. Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, we're here uh, live in uh, in our million dollar studios on top of the Chaz Tower. It's raining tonight outside in the Chaz Tower, so. Uh, the 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 winter months are coming and uh, they are here and it's the rainy season in Seattle and it's like it's funny because the city isn't as rainy as it's like portrayed that's true in the media but like there is a a definite portion of the year that gets rainier than most so yeah we're uh we're surviving the storm and uh and uh, as always we like to start the show with a little segment we call Coca-Cola's yeah boy and with callbacks we're gonna of course look back at the episodes we've done prior to today and talk about any subjects or things that we need to put more light on information or uh maybe change completely maybe uh maybe now we're pro-trump you know you never know callbacks would be the place that we tell you oh my god yeah i'm not pro-trump at the moment (laughs) nope Oh, so call back to every episode prior to this. <laughs> Currently not pro Trump. That's our first callback. Okay. Uh, what callbacks do you have today? So if you guys don't know, um, so Ajit Pai did say that he was going to bring out what he was going to do for the new FFC rules around this time. Um, and they're going to vote on it on December 14th. That is a Thursday. So what I want to tell you guys is the SFC released plans to roll back uni- um, utility-style internet protections, meaning that the internet could be gated like cable is. Uh, and now you've heard him say that he wants to do that because smaller ISPs can actually grow their infrastructure. But I'm like, you know what? Maybe they just need to have better business practices. Like, they have profit. Yeah. And you have to always ask as a business, what are you doing with their profit? Exactly. What they're basically saying is they feel pigeonholed where they can't bring in new streams of um, revenue by tearing off their their services to people where they can. And that's all they really want to do, at least those smaller ISPs. And, you know, Comcast or yeah, Comcast and Time Warner and Verizon, they're going to be like, cha-ching, mm-hmm, cha-ching. Oh, yeah, you want to do that Hulu? $79.99 a month. Yeah. Right? 10 megabits. 
Yeah. Bitch, what you gonna do? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, eventually technologies will uh, pass that infrastructure because they'll get, um, you know, they'll get people like doing some type of wireless feeds and like, you know, you already got Google looking into blimps and like yeah. gliders and like all kinds of different um, Wi-Fi support networks. And uh, and yeah, all of them are, are subject to possibly, um, you know, doing the same thing and actually like selling and, and buying into this system that they're setting up now with the tiered internet. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, it is definitely happening. That it is a callback. I mean, we focused about it in callbacks prior and we had a whole episode. So, yep. and also remember that you can go to battle for If you want to send your, your Congress people, some information that you're saying, Hey, I'm not with this FCC, um, FCC thing. You need to keep it as a utility because it's becoming more and more necessary to regular, like, everyday life in America. I can see if you live in the rural parts of America, you don't use it a lot because you probably don't have that infrastructure there. But how many people out there, you know, if you're by yourself, you can raise your hand still, uses a smartphone. And how often do you use it? You know, you're on YouTube like, oh, I'm checking out this new video, checking out articles on uh, the New York Times website. You're taking notes, taking pictures. Yeah. You know, texting people. Yeah. All that shit takes internet. Yeah, it's going to be uh it's going to be interesting and uh and obviously this is a step in the wrong direction for freedoms of the internet and so we'll see, you know, how how big the changes come and how soon once the uh legislation is official if the, if this actually happens, you know. Yeah, I mean, unless there's some way Congress can intervene and I think they will if we talk to them enough right now as we touched on before the fcc uh, the fcc has um five members on the board now but they it's still majority conservative uh, versus democrat and the democrats always vote no but the conservatives always vote yes yeah so and there and i think there needs to be six on there usually but there's something about trump not assigning a sixth person but that probably would have just been another conservative anyway so right yeah, exactly. So, well, the uh, the FCC is clearly has its agenda and, and its motive. So, uh, and they ha- they haven't been uh, secret about it. I mean, that's why we talked about it several months ago. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been playing this card the entire time, and we kind of knew um, this was their quote unquote ace in the hole. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I mean, the only way I kind of see this playing out differently is if we can get a new Congress in twenty eighteen. Um, before this thing's fully ratified and like official, maybe get some repeal to it. Oh yeah, you know. And I would love them for what they did back in the day with electricity, because there's a lot of places in rural areas that had no electricity. So there was a government program that. Um, well, that was w- done by uh, Roosevelt, Franklin D. Oh yeah, the Rural Electrification Re- uh, Act. That's that right. Helped push through. So you know that was during uh, Democratic leadership times. Yeah, so, so hopefully in 2018 we can get that back. Well, 2020, 21. But 18 know. we can get we can at least get Congress leadership, which right. is which was part of that puzzle. Exactly. That he got he got a lot of support and and then once they get the internet, see, this like I've said before, this is a callback to myself really, where it's like I want rural America to get the internet and then realize they can start businesses on the internet. Like, can you if you don't know, if you've ever been called by a collections agency, and they're always in the rural states because they have the most lax business laws. 
If you can give them the power of small business ownership via the internet, yo, the economy is going to become redonk. <laughs> redonk. You heard it here first. Let me say it one more time. Give rural Americans internet so the economy can become redonk. <laughs> okay. Avoid, <laughs> avoid becoming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that being said, we're uh, officially into the episode. That was uh, callbacks today. Uh, segment brought to you today by Rural Politics. We all knew it was going to happen one day, but why the fuck is there so many votes coming out of there? Rural Politics. Hey, they're, they're forgotten people. Yeah, it's like Folgers Coffee. You know, you go to somebody's house, you open that, and they're, they're the ones that drink Folgers Coffee, and you're like, God, Folgers Coffee is still around. And I forgot about Folgers Coffee. The best part of waking up is That's Folgers like in your cup. Three quarters of Iowa, you know. God, I <laughs> forgot there was like three quarters of Iowa, you know, sometimes. Indeed, indeed. So, uh, main I, topic. That's right. Because there is still, so there is that runoff Senate race that's supposed to happen. I believe that election is supposed to happen um, in December as well, too. Maybe the, no, I think it's December 12th because that would be a Tuesday. But the Roy Moore. Right. Which is like, it's ridiculous that he's still the candidate, but you he's know. not going to step down. So, so real talk, people, you know, I, I hate to say this, but just like Mikkel was saying, Jenny Durkin was going to win, even though I didn't want her to win. We know damn well Roy Moore is going to win because those people care about having Senate majority than they do about pedophilia. And that's what's so fucked up about it. Yeah. Like they're like, this is the hill I'm gonna stand on. The ends justify the means. What? What? You should have came, you should have said something when you were fourteen. What? Like that's all they've been saying. And they've always been doing that cop out where they're saying, like, well, if these allegations are true, then you should step down. And it's always, well, if saying if these allegations are true, it's kinda like, yo, why would they lie about that though? Yeah. Well, it's gonna be a, an interesting race and uh and you know, yeah. The Republicans, the Democrats, uh, clearly, you know, they got to clean up their act because their personal lives has basically been the downfall of half of them mm, to mm-hmm. date, you know. So but, it's like they might as well, like, we both candidate, both sides need to start looking to, like, a different era of person, you know, than they, mm-hmm. than they, than they came from before. Like, because you only have to be 30 to run for, like, Senate. So, like, that means you can be, like, what, 25 to run for the House or something? Yeah, like, yeah. I think it's 25 or 27. But yeah, yeah, so we need, I mean, we need some of that. Like, where is that? You know, why is that, what's the average age? You know, why is it 50 years old? You know, like, why don't we get some uh, some of this? Because that way it, it, it would have connection with people that are the Internet's important to for the rest of their lives. Yeah, there. And they hold a, be- a better stake on it thinking that they want to keep it free and available to themselves. Yeah. Ultimately, but... um. Ultimately, it needs to be a backbone and tool for people um, just to to personally innovate. You know, it's this weird dynamic that it gives so much uh, personal kind of entrepreneurship in its in its faculties, like just an Internet connection in general. Yeah. You know, gives you access to so much. You can go to school on the Internet. Yeah. Like they can you telling about people because I remember back a few months ago, there was about the H-1B visa program and how they everyone says that there are one million uh, developer jobs out there to be had, but they don't have enough people to fill those jobs. And it's kind of like, yo, 
Just give them access to the internet. Give them, you know, like you can, like I, I've said, I keep saying this because I want, I want people to know that like those people don't have access to the, to information like we do. We have informational privilege here on the coast and stuff, and that means that if they had that too, they would be monsters, monsters. Yeah. Do you know how the corn business would be doing? They'll be like, we have so many corn. Who knew people on the coast liked corn so much? Like, yeah. Stuff. <laughs> I mean, we're all about our farmers' markets, man. Right? It's, it's a big deal. Oh my god. Well, uh, and that's a that's an interesting kind of dynamic. And uh, discussing like 2018, how uh, these kind of elections are winnable. This is kind of a at least if it, even if Roy Moore gets in the the quickness of the support for the Democratic candidate at the end of the race here, making it a, a reasonable race and an interesting race and a possible victory kind of at hand if if things go in a certain direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's at least kind of interesting on the map of 2018, 2020 looking forward. You know, if you can tip that scale a little further, yeah, know, there's states in play that we that we might not have always kind of looked at and need to be looked at and spoken to in a way that's supportive and understanding as opposed to like mm-hmm. building some antithesis. Like, yeah, the us us against you system and the whole like Fox News premise system somehow giving them their version of what they think's going on. It's it's uh. It's interesting trying to win their hearts and minds, you know. Oh, yeah, indeed. Because they're all kind of spoiled on, and that's kind of where the Trump base, some of the Trump base comes from, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. And then meanwhile, you've got those pockets, like the counties that are around, like, Birmingham and to the, like, western part. There's some, uh, there's some, and then there's Huntsville, apparently, that's got some uh, Democratic kind of support. So, yeah. I don't know. You could uh, you could say that any state could be anybody's if the candidate was right. Yeah, no, for sure. I hope out there because there's definitely new like indivisible project and justice Democrats. I hope that next year we can start talking to them and bring in some of the candidates that they're going to have on, especially in more entrenched red locations. Uh, definitely to see what their battle strategy is because. It was funny, going back to Roy Moore for a quick second, someone posted um, on my Facebook where the, an actual quote from a person is, uh, I have to choose between a pedophile and someone who believes in abortion. And it was kind of like, yeah, when you frame it from how they frame things, that is a huge moral dilemma for them. Yeah. And to it, us, we're like, what? Huh? And Roy, <laughs> Roy Moore won with 40,000 uh, votes. Wow. By 10%, with 100% reported. Wow. So it's going to be a tight race. It's going to be a tight race. If if Democrats can take it, then, yeah, I, I hope they can. I hope that this is enough, but I know there's people who are like, the Democrats aren't going to care about me if they get into office. So, yeah, I think if the Democrats can do some bridge building... Yeah. Of some sort. I think that's how they. That can be one of the ways they can take the house. Well, the, at least take the Senate because the Senate is going to be. Well, no, actually, more of the House is up for grabs than the Senate. So, well, you know, we got to win all the offices, top to bottom, man, mm-hmm. <laughs> or bottom to top, even. Actually. Well, but we did really well this year. But we did really well this year in Democratic stronghold. So 
Yeah. <laughs> There's a problem with the Democrats kind of like counting a first down as winning the game, though. And we really got to keep driving. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know, whereas the the Republicans, they punch you and they keep punching you and keep mm-hmm. punching you and keep punching you. Like, that's that's their motive. Like, win everything, you mm-hmm. know. And that's why they're so good at the antithesis of that when they do the deny everything movement. Mm. You know, because it's the same argument, just in the opposite direction. They're just like, oh, no, for sure. no, no. You know, and then they're like, later on when they have the power, it's like, you got to do it this way. This is how we're going to do it. That's right. You know, they're playing Montel Jordan in the fucking halls of the house. This is how we do it. And we're like, what? Those Republicans, it's not cool. This is how we do it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And that's how the Republicans try to sway the hearts and minds. Uh, but yeah, no, and it's interesting to see that it was in play, and forty thousand people's not that many, you know. That's that, you know, that many people might move to Alabama next year, you know. Who knows? That's true, you know. So, uh, and in other news, uh, Trump's still president, folks. Trump's still president. Uh, he hasn't quit, and uh, he still golfs all the time. That's true, even as it's going into fall, but. I did want to switch over to, you know, the one the one thing that we're all thinking about right now, the one that's probably going to cost us a bunch more money and we're part of the middle class, even though uh, they're trying to tell us that it's going to give us a tax cut. It's going to give everyone tax cuts. Tax cuts for everyone. We're the Oprah tax cuts. Yes. Everybody gets it. Look under your seat right now. What is that? Shaz, tell them. Tax cuts. <laughs> Okay, what do we got? All right, because uh, the H.R. 1 bill passed the House, but the Senate and the House have had a little bit of differences in the bill, so there is definitely going to have to be some debate that happens on the floor over what's going to be added and what isn't. But when I watch C-SPAN, it's probably just going to be the Republicans doing, as Justin said from episode 39, um, as he said that, Republicans always send out the consistent message. And when I listen to the Sunday morning news shows, when I listen to some of the talk radio show, they are saying the same things. They're saying like it's a tax on it's a cut for the tax on the middle class and everything like that. But, you know, I pulled up um, a comparison chart from the Heritage Foundation. Now, the Heritage Foundation is a conservative think tank. And and then that's why I picked them because they're they have stake in this and they also have heritage recommendation. Well, you shouldn't take this de- recommendation because this recommendation is based on conservative values. So if you don't agree with the conservative values, then you probably won't re- agree with their recommendation. But then, uh, so one of the the first provision is the individual tax rates. And right now, in current law, we have seven of them: ten percent, fifteen percent, twenty-five percent, twenty-eight percent, thirty-three percent, thirty-five percent, and thirty-nine point six percent. In a House bill that passed, there's four brackets: twelve percent, twenty-five percent, thirty-five percent, and thirty-nine point six percent, and includes a bubble rate at forty-five point six percent. Don't know what that bubble bubble rate is, but the Senate bill actually keeps the seven brackets but changes them a little. The ten percent one will still be the same. Those at 15% would go down to 12. Those at 25 would go down to 22. Those at 28 would go down to 24. Those at a 32, go at 33 would go down to 32. 35 would remain, and 39.6 would become 38.5. It's a lot of numbers. Yeah, and Heritage recommends for that the a lower marginal uh, tax rate for all Americans, including the top marginal 
uh, tax bracket, which, yeah. And, but that's the thing where they're saying it because in aggregate, they're saying everyone gets lower taxes. But when you look at percentages, you have to look at the base number and the, the people who make more money. If they get taxed even one percent less, that could be a million dollars and save taxes for them. Whether it will if you get paid and pay one percent less in taxes, that's only like a, a five hundred or a thousand dollar difference in your taxes. So, yeah. So it all depends. Uh, then there's the standard deduction that we did two weeks ago and told you about it. Um, current law, single, 6,350. Married, 12,700. In the House bill, 12,000 for single, 24,000 for married. Same for Senate bill. You know what? It, it, that's the one thing I, I want to look into a little bit more uh, still because if you take the standard deduction – what will happen, but it'll be a lot of people who don't take who do itemized deductions and then use that for the standard deduction and won't get some of the benefits they got from itemizing as they might think they would. So that could be interesting to see how that plays out. Especially like if you married, you get to take away twenty four thousand dollars on your taxes. There's a lot of places where two family homes or even two family incomes are making fifty, sixty thousand a year. And if you're married off that, and then, you know, that's only, well, I'm mathing, but let's see. A, like, a fifth of their uh, annual income. Yeah, so they're definitely going to be paying taxes. That way, if all they do is standard deduction, and they're good, right? But then there's some other provisions that you can go through, like the tax in uh, the state and local tax deduction, which is abbreviated as SALT. And the current law says that income or sales or property salts are fully deductible uh, deductible for itemizers. Um, for the House bill, it says repeal salt deduction and income for sales taxes caps property tax deduction at 10k. And the Senate bill says fuck that, no, we don't want it anymore. Just repeals the whole thing. No more state and local tax deduction. None. Nuh-uh. And Heritage also says, yeah, no, that's a good deal. You should do that. Wow. You should do that. Weird. Well, and, I mean, it's they, they have the numbers, right, pretty much. So, like, this, this is going through, right? I mean. Oh, for the Senate? No, no. Well, see, the Senate and the House bills have to be the same before they pass. So if the Senate looks at the House bill and says, no, I don't think so, and then they have the debate to what they're going to change it to. Then that would become the Senate bill, which probably be like S1 with the same name. And then if that has to, then that has to pass the Senate and then go back to the House. Because now it's been changed. Yeah. Yeah. And then if the House goes again, uh-uh, then it has to keep cycling. So it could be a long while or they could push it through if they're like, now we're good with this. We fine. Yeah. We cool. So let me see what other things people might care about. The child tax credit thing. So this is how it works. Currently, you get a $1,000 credit for each child. Credit phased out at $110K. Really? So if you had a, <laughs> Anyway, there's, there's ways you get more numbers. Uh, right. right. But go ahead. So in the house bill, you get a $1,600 credit, $300 credit for each parent and non-child dependent, Credit phased out at 230k married. In the Senate bill, they raise it up where you get a $2,000 credit, $500 credit for non-minor child dependents, 
Credits fades out at five five hundred thousand dollars. And Heritage recommends only increase child tax credit to make up for other changes in the tax code, such as the repeal of the dependent. Oh, interesting. Hmm. And the other one that people wanted to talk about um, from a business end is pass-through tax treatment. Uh, the current law is pass-through income is taxed as personal income at tax rates. So if you would get um, any sort of dividends or anything like that, that is getting paid directly from you uh, from your business it's like if you're at if you make a total amount where you're at 25 percent then you're going to get paid uh tax 25 percent on that and so on the house bill says that maximum rate capped at 25 percent nine percent rate on the first 75k income over 25 percent threshold subject to special rules that effectively raise the tax rate and the Senate bill says deduction allowed for 17.4% of pass-through income, no other preferential rate. And Heritage recommends top marginal income tax rate should be lowered to equal the top pass-through tax rate to avoid complicated anti-abuse rules. Interesting. Yeah, that's actually accurate. I mean, if you're, <laughs> you're going to do that. But... um. Yeah, who knows, man. Uh hopefully uh you know, if it takes, you know, I I will eventually get it passed. I mean, that's that <laughs> we're not going to get the enough people elected to stop it in time. And we'll make some concession hopefully through some one vote that they might need and call it good. Yeah. But uh <clears throat> but as we speak, uh I wanted to give you an update oh. on Sports Talk with Mikhail Sports Talk. This is going to be a 30-second segment where I tell you the goddamn Seattle Sounders, your home and local soccer team, Uh-oh. scored several goals while playing uh, the uh, Houston Dynamo. In fact, they scored two goals. Nice. They're away goals on their way to defend their cup. And so, uh, yeah, they, they get a lot of points for, for them being at the, uh, at the Houston facility. So now they're going to play a home game for an opportunity to go to the cup again. Whoa. The MLS Cup, but at this time uh yeah, they have to sc- they've already scored two goals, so they're up two goals going into the game at home. Wow. So, okay. so yeah, it's a big deal for them. We'll see if they uh if they make it all the way. That's the Seattle Sports Update. Uh I think we've gotten pretty much through the tax <laughs> portion of the uh <laughs> Pretty much. I guess the only other thing I should talk about really quick is the Obamacare taxes. Um, Just because I think some people have heard, if you've been paying attention to the news, about repealing um, the individual mandate. Uh, But because right now, 3.8% net investment income tax, um, individual mandate tax penalty, um, and a 0.9% Medicare payroll tax. So, and... The House bill actually does nothing to it. Um, the Senate bill wants to repeal individual mandate. And Heritage is like, repeal all Medicare or all Obamacare taxes. So, so that is basically like the main the main points of what this new tax bill is supposed to do. But you know, there's still votes to to be had, and and perhaps this will actually hit a debate floor, you know, or some committees, you know, this mm-hmm. time as opposed to um, some of the other things that have gone through 
with his current Republican Congress. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, my one question for you was, so Charles was living in the house with the family in the basement, right? And was just there as like a nanny? Is that why he oh, was? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that why he was in charge? Yes. Because like, because <laughs> like, I mean, I want to, I mean, we, we've talked about wanting to know about the conservative voice and apparently Scott Bayo is a conservative voice. Yeah. So we'll include him in the discussion by discussing one character he played in the 80s on a television show called Charles in Charge because I'm curious because so, so he, he's, the family needs somebody Basically anybody? Is that what they're saying? No, I think he has some sort of connection to them that doesn't make it totally weird. But for the most part, it's like, hey, you're somebody. You're good with these guys. You should live here and forever watch them because the, the, the family is so busy. Yeah. I'm just saying, he, he Charles isn't really in charge. He's He's not. So what it says here on the Wikipedia is Bayo starred as Charles, a college student attending the fictional Copeland College in New Brunswick, New Jersey, who finds a unique living arrangement with a family in need of a caretaker of their young children. The show... <laughs> the show. <laughs> well, the point being that, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a loose relationship with the family. At best, it's a great show for the for the eighties. If you want to see awkward eighties sitcom glory, you know it's uh it's got the whole thing. It's got it's got laugh tracks. I think even maybe it's got live audience. I don't know. Uh, oh yeah, it's been a while, but uh yeah, basically he's a nanny for room and board. He's a nanny for room and board. Yeah, yeah. and it lasted for five seasons. So maybe he graduated, and you know. So is the a recession happens? Is the is the nanny like a weird like Charles in Charge reboot? Like is the nanny like the fr- Fran Drescher as Charles? You know what? In a sense, Fran Drescher was in charge. Yeah, of their days and their nights. And you could also like hit, uh, what was it? Who's the boss? Was kind of like that in its own way. Yeah, which one came? I think Charles in Charge might have came. That's that's an interesting thing. Yeah, because cause Tony Danza. Well, he, yeah, he wasn't really uh, a nanny. I guess he was. He was like. He, he wasn't a nanny, but he was a housekeeper. It was, so for Charles, he was having room and board for taking care of the kids. But uh, Tony Danza character, I think he was getting free room and board to be basically the house caretaker. Right. So. Which is sim- more similar to the nanny. Yeah. Okay. So maybe the nanny is really a who's the boss reboot. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. <laughs> so we're, it's like, where has that? Has, we we haven't had a real good like uh, house living helper reboot. That's true. Yeah, there was like All Pair, which was a Disney Channel movie back in like the aughts. But we, we need like Woody Harrelson. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he was caught jerking off in front of girls. So you know they take it from the headlines. Oh fuck that. <laughs> Jeez. But now he's living with this weird family in northern Canada. <laughs> but they have to go seal hunting every day. And he watches the kids. Oh, my God. That would be ridiculous. What is it called? It's, None of it? It's Igloo Woody. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so racist. <laughs> Igloo Woody. 
It's definitely not racist. <laughs> Ig- igloo's not racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I kid, I kid. Yeah, it's a, oh man. But yeah, it's Woody Harrelson as uh as a as a but no, but he plays the who's the boss role. You know, okay, he didn't really jerk off in front of people. That was a yeah. That, that, was a that is so. Like, I was trying to slight. I was a little CK. That was a little CK slight. Right. I was a little C. Like he broke my heart. He he deserves this. Like, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Right. So, well, why why Louis? Well, why why Louis? Louis? Like, and, and here's the thing too. It's the the comedians on the liberal side that are getting the heat a little bit outside of Weinstein. Well, and Charlie Rose today too. I guess I can't yeah. make that generalization, but yeah. that was making me think <clears throat> of um Al Franken. Uh, another one. Yeah, because with Al Franken, you can just tell when it came to the um the interaction where um on uh, I forget the lady's name, but her account of it was he was like, "Oh yeah, we got to practice that kiss. Oh yeah, we got to practice that kiss." And we dudes know that means that you just trying to get some lip service anywhere you fucking can, right? So then uh, for him to just go up and be like, fuck it, I'm taking the lip service just because I fucking can, like, yeah, you should be ashamed of that. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it was bad. It was bad. And then the photo, and then there was another person that talked about a photo. Um, That one's a little different. I would, <laughs> I'm a little suspicious because they mm-hmm. moved to Texas and they had, like, I don't know. But it, if you know the whole situation is uh, is unfortunate, but that was the slight. I guess in my in my fake in my fake TV show, uh, he's moved up there because uh, he's tired of Hollywood, and we make it actually Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. See, so he's good guy Woody Harrelson, and so they recognize him because one of the guys that live there is a huge Cheers fan. Oh my God! Making the yep. way in the world today takes everything you got. Yeah, he's got that on like a little flash drive, and he plays it in his in his place. <laughs> nice. And Woody and Woody's like him and him and Woody connect. He homebrews, you know. He's, oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. He calls he calls his home cheers. You know, it's it's a uh, it's a good show, and and I think Woody's ready to to come back in the comedic role. I think I think we're we're ready for that. Yeah. Yeah. We might I mean when we do the pitch meetings they might change it from Igloo Woody. <laughs> yeah. They might little, they might call it like you like you can't use it you like, like domicile so in like your front, name. You probably need like Frontier Woody. Can you do Frontier Woody? Yeah, you could cuz that's squarely that's American enough, but you know. Okay, Frontier <laughs> Frontier Woody. But he's like super north. Not okay. So he's not quite like seal hunters. It's like uh, they're just regular hunters. <laughs> <laughs> and he watches the kids. And uh, I mean, he can move up north or, or something. Yeah, but... and the drive up there, he has to have like a t- his Tony Danza vehicle. Right. So it if he can't does... have the van, what which what is he? What is Woody driving into the frontier? I don't know. A snowmobile, an RV. Whoa, this, dude! You had me at snowmobile. <laughs> you had me at snowmobile. I didn't even think of that. Like, okay, because that's like a it's like a Canadian trail. Mm-hmm. Like he's got he's got a, a a lost cousin, who who got way into trapping, and like hunting. Mm, there you go. Yeah, and and he's got this like log cabin. Yeah, and his neighbor, who's like an old school hunter, is the fan of Cheers. Ah, there you go. Okay, and then you can call in. And- I won't have Nunavut. 
<laughs> oh man. Um, I've come from the USA. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. There we go. There, okay. there we go. All right. There okay. we go. Because you know, we can't we can't have people out there being like you're cultural appropriating English. Yeah. I'm right? Sorry. It was just it <laughs> no, was no, just we were, we were just bouncing it <laughs> off the room. We were just bouncing it off the room. It it came back real hard. Came back hard. There was a lot of opinions in the room. So uh so we changed it. We altered it. We got sensitive. We we looked up. We felt for, you know, we donated some money. <laughs> Right, yeah. like we're we're not gonna tiki torch Eskimo culture. Like we no. can't do that. We can't, you know. Isn't we respect. In, is, oh, see, isn't it Inuit? Isn't it Inuit culture? I don't know. See now you see now you've you've entered. Actually, you know what? I think I fucked up there. You've I'm sorry, the, guys. You've entered the territory. I, I think I totally fucked up, guys. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's from, uh, I come from the USA. Uh, coming to Sea Butte Television. Sea Butte. Sea <laughs> Butte. I used to get Sea Butte when what I. Sea Butte. It's one of the. Uh, it's one of the Canadian stations in. Uh, in Vancouver. Ooh. They had Sea Butte. Uh yeah, but um. To bring it back full circle, uh, in Canada, much music is the VH1 of Canada. Right. And I remember one time I was sick with the flu, and they were just cycling the same thing because it was Christmas break. So about every two hours, I would wake up to Scott Baio, is forty five year old and single. Wow. Yeah, that, it was creepy. That's that's that is that is an odd. Re- I mean, that felt like you just felt like you had to tell somebody, <laughs> 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 which is which is okay. That goes along with our other theme when we got when we got a little off track because <laughs> I made the Louis the off color Louis remark. Uh, but yeah, the the. Uh, the the fall of the the Hollywood elite uh, continues too. Um, you know, not just politicians, not just left and right, but uh, you know, with the Weinstein and mm-hmm. and it just the names keep going. You know, further and further. Ratner now is is tied yeah. in, and yeah, I don't know. Uh, ultimately, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, well, I remember when I was listening to some of the. Sunday morning talk shows, they were talking like Carly Fiorina and others, and they're saying, how do you make this a watershed moment? And they're saying, like, well, it's only going to become a watershed moment if dudes actually hold other dudes accountable for this stuff. Because, you know, I can't even say in the past where I probably would have made some sort of excuse for someone who's done stuff like that. Because, you know, my status in society wasn't enough to take on the heat of saying, no, you shouldn't do that. And so, but you know, maybe now it's time to coalesce on that and just say no. You gotta say no. Yeah, for right? sure. If I'm complicit, you know what? I know I'm complicit. I can't tell you where I was complicit, but there's definitely where I know where I'm complicit. So I need to make the concerted effort not to be complicit in this. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's anymore. All you, that's all you can do. And uh, but the the ultimate thing is to to hope that uh at least the public uh kind of knowledge of all of this is is ultimately you know feeding some type of you know if you want to zeitgeist it or whatever Mm -hmm. you you know the ultimate kind of social theory it'll be interesting kind of as the the movement continues like what what it kind of becomes and 
if maybe there's a push towards more female candidates running. Oh in, yeah, definitely. In 2018, and I hope so. The years in between, and yeah, we what? need more women in office. All offices, yeah, exactly. It's like it's like a call, kind of as well as uh, to just run for things is for specifically women to to take charge and run. You know, even if it's like we've said, school boards. And uh, they make decisions, you know, county county officials in rural counties. You know, there's going to be like five people and they're going to meet like every three months. Mm -hmm. But those people make a difference. You know, Mm -hmm. they vote in different jurisdictions, different uh, types of, you know, zoning and, uh, you know, all kinds of things that can affect the lives of thousands and sometimes even millions of people. So uh, I think at this point. Uh, we're we're at the part where we want to give you something we can kind of help build the society that we are all living in, where we help grow your brain or introduce you to things that are important going forward. Indeed. So as I was surfing the Twitter sphere earlier today, um, there's a project from ProPublica um, that you might find interesting. They sued and wanted to get the public records of individuals visiting the White House. So if you want to try to search and parse through to see if there's anybody a little nefarious, you can do so. Um, it's a bit one of a long website, but it is projects.propublica.org slash graphics slash WH dash complex. You can always run that back. You rewind that thing if you need to hear it again. And, yeah, go in there, check it out, see who's been visiting the president, see if there's been a lot of business leaders, see if it's been, a, been, you know, you might think Russian collusion and see if that's still going on. Or maybe Jared Kushner is bringing people in or Ivanka Trump is bringing people in or Matt Mulvaney is bringing people in. It could be, you know, it, there's a puzzle in there somewhere, and I want the inquisitive minds out there who can figure out that puzzle to do so. There we go. And uh and I'd say uh continue to support your uh your local media sources and people and things that are actually supporting uh progressive causes, you know. Go go to community events and and hang out with uh your your local humans. Uh we got to get past uh our differences and it starts with communities that you're already in. So indeed, indeed. Look around and make a change. Look around, look around. Uh, but yeah, that brings us. Uh, I think full circle, man. Uh, I think I can remind people they can always get a hold of me at C Town Mayor. That's S E A T O W N M A Y O R. Protecting your sea coastal municipality. Uh, what you got, man? And you can always find me on Twitter at CRSII and at Chaz Baz everywhere else. Hit me a line with hashtag Bill Watch. We're going to do our final Bill Watch next week for the tax bill. But then after that, we're looking for those smaller bills, those little things that are going through the pipeline that we can give a signal boost to on our YouTube page and in our respective uh, social spheres as well, too. Also, check out our YouTube page. Um, for how you live in and we will be getting a twitter soon yeah we'll tweet out as uh as something we'll give you that but uh h-y-l-b-o-x for how you live in box h-y-l-box at gmail.com is our email address if you want to send us something 
uh, links to things or things that are going to help us uh, find out what's going on out there in the world. Chaz, it's been nice. Indeed. Good to see you, Mikkel. Good to see you, too. And uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Take care. Indeed. Catch you later. Start selling crack cocaine and codeine. Time to stack some paper.